This, this is an Algoa FM news exclusive. In today's episode, I want to share with you how I broke two big stories about the murder-accused Arnold Blanche and how a whistleblower gave me sleepless nights. Now, in all my years as a journalist, I, I've never had dealings with a whistleblower, for the lack of a better word. I've never met this person, but he phoned me because he had dealt with me before and I guess he remembered me. So he was just casually actually phoning to ask me something unrelated to the Terblanche case. And then he just started talking, telling me about how Arnold had special privileges in prison. And I said, hmm, no, that sounds like a juicy story. Tell me more. And he said, yes, you know, Arnold was getting contact visits with his girlfriend. He was seeing his son in prison. He had a telephone with multiple SIM cards. And he's in medium A at St. Albans where they are not allowed any visitors unless it is a court order or something that a social worker or a psychologist approves. So while I was chatting to him, he then just casually told me that Arnold was planning to have his co-accused killed and had already paid hundreds of thousands of rands to do this. Now, let me tell you, I just about fell off my chair. It's not every day a story like this drops in your lap. I mean, could it be true? I had to find out and follow all the journalistic rules and ethics by not only protecting my whistleblower or my source, but getting the story confirmed by a second source. So this is where the sleepless nights came from, because I was sitting with this explosive information and I could not publish it until I had covered all my bases. I literally could not sleep, tossing and turning and stressing mostly that other journalists would find out what I know and then run with the story. So I broke it up in two parts, the alleged special treatment in prison and then the fact that he was planning to allegedly have his co-accused killed. So on the 16th of September, about three weeks after I heard all this information, I published my story about Arnold's special privileges in prison, where senior officials from correctional services were implicated. One of these officers has since been moved to another section of the prison, so he's no longer in touch with Arnold, and he's also now being investigated internally for the allegations leveled against him. Now, shortly afterwards, there was another bombshell revealed at court, this time from youngster Dylan Cullis. Remember, he's the young man who led police to Vicky's body. He now wanted to be a state witness, and this would be another nail in Arnold's coffin. Our field reporter, Siabonga Sassant, was at court when this information came to light. A 54-year-old grey-haired Arnold Blanche looked exhausted as he stepped out from the holding cells walking into the dark. Wearing a grey sweatshirt and blue jeans, he kept adjusting his glasses and nervously looking back at his girlfriend, Crystal Wiggle, who was seated in the front row in the public gallery. His co-accused remained composed. State prosecutor Maria Stander said Carlos' plea and possible sentence agreement will be decided once the state has had time to study the large volume of WhatsApp messages between Carlos and Ter Blanche that have been extracted from the former's iPhone. He said this could result in a separation of trial when the state makes its decision known on the 28th of October. Now, as my story evolved and my conversations with the whistleblower became more frequent, I, I got the sense that Arnold was in deep trouble. He's going to be arrested again. But when? I could not say. But I kept digging. And by the time Arnold was arrested, 
All I had to do was confirm it with the National Prosecuting Authority. Here's the provincial spokesperson, Lukolo Tiali. I can confirm that Mr. Teblanche did appear in the St. Alpine's court facing six counts that include conspiracy to commit murder, conspiracy to defeat the ends of justice, and conspiracy to commit an act of corruption. The case has been remanded to Friday 7 October 2022. It is only then that substantive facts around the case will be ventilated. Now these shocking allegations came to light on the day that Arnold was given a lifeline by the High Court in Kobecha for his third attempt at bail. Ter Blanche is now accused of paying someone hundreds of thousands of rand to get rid of his co-accused Reinhard Leach, Dylan Cullis and state witness Maria de Ridder Jr. He also allegedly wanted Cullis to change his guilty plea and give police another affidavit to show that he was never involved. I next phoned Ter Blanche's legal representative, Alvin Gribeneau, who came on board in January. And even he was completely blindsided by the latest developments, as they were still celebrating their small victory in the High Court. Gribeneau expressed his shock at the latest developments. He accused the state, and in particular, Advocate Marius Stander, of not playing open cards with the court. He said the case was based on circumstantial evidence. Gribeneau told Elgo FM News that Stander, who he considered a colleague, did not even have the decency to tell him about the latest developments. He said he did not even know what the charges against his client were, which I then shared with him. It is quite disturbing, the fact that despite him being present, despite him being the person instructing the arrest of Mr. Cablanche on the new charges against him, and despite him knowing that there would be a court appearance for Mr. Cablanche this morning in another court, he never informed neither myself nor Mr. Doberman, his colleagues, that that was due to happen. That indeed places a very serious question mark over the proceedings and what took place this morning, especially in light of the fact that Mr. De Blanche was only arrested on the new charges after the judgment on the bail appeal was handed down, and it was noted that the appeal was in favour of Mr. De Blanche. Now, it was in January of 2022 that Arnold appointed Gribeneau as his third legal representative. He's well known in Kobecha, having been involved in some of the most high-profile cases in the city as a defence attorney. Arnold also brought in Peter Doberman, an attorney who lives up to his name in court. Two top-notch lawyers facing off with state prosecutor Marius Stander and his sidekick Colonel Kanaswanapul. A dangerous combination of ruthlessness, talent and passion for the law and justice. Marius Stander once said on record that he was born to be a prosecutor and his success rate speaks for itself. In the next episode, I will dive into some of the new charges Arnold is facing. Seven for defeating the ends of justice. He paid about a half a million rand into an account. And the state believes this money was paid as bribes. But Arnold obviously disagreed. That that was an Algoa FM News exclusive.